Welcome to another episode of Four Peas in a Podcast, where the gang's all here. What's up, people? What's up, what's up, what's up? Yo, what are you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question has been posed. If you were going to be born again, would you be born again black? And if not, what race? I guess this is a game of what race? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so I guess... So you will be black again? Of course. Why? I can learn to be supposition. Even though, like, if you if you know you were white, you wouldn't have any struggles? I went or to, less? No, I would rather pick the struggle and be black because, I don't know, I think you have an instant connection with people that are black. Mm-hmm. That are just the mentality, the family structure, how you enjoy certain things, how you party, how you view life. It's just, I don't want to say it's a lifestyle, but it's 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 something that I wouldn't <laughs> want to miss. Yeah. Very I mean, if you go somewhere and it's just a black crowd, if you go to a concert or, I don't know, a festival, they are just bringing life. Mm-hmm. To every party. party, yeah, mm-hmm. and you feel always welcomed, and I don't know. I mean, I think for me, I think for black people, when we do anything that we do, we do it well. Like, let's just say, when we do it, we do it well. Like, if we're good at cooking, the food is amazing. If we're good at sports, I mean, we are the best. If we are good at writing, I mean, hands down. If it's music, let's just be real. I mean, it, it just, it's, it's ongoing. I mean, it's not just from, I mean, maybe it is just from my viewpoint, but it, the, the truth is there. We, I think for me, again, I guess to answer the question, if I was born again, would I be black? For sure. Because we are the trendsetters. We start everything. Everything is a watered down. Everything, to me, everything else is a watered down version of it. And if I'm going to be something, I want to be the first, not the watered down version. Like, I've got to be the classic. And that's just, on everything. Yeah, that's on everything. I gotta be the classic. Cause there's nothing better than the original. Right. And that's just where I stand. <clears throat> so for me, I think if I would be born again, um, I think I would like to be blacker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I mean I love my uh German side and I think it makes me who I am. Uh but I did go through some kind of like an identity crisis or something like that, you know, because it, it's tough, you know, if you're black growing up in Germany, because at, at the time and town I grew up in, uh, I was the only black kid in class. My sister, myself, and one other who was African kid were the only three black kids in our elementary school. So... <clears throat> it was tough, you know, because you, you, uh, or at least I did, always got singled out, you know, because I'm, I was uh, pretty active, <laughs> kid, you know, and uh, it, I always felt like, you know, even if I didn't do it intentionally, I always felt like I had like a, a target on me, you know, yeah. and so, <clears throat> it, I think if I would have been a hundred percent black. I think it would have been easier to handle because that way, you know, I come home, I see my German mother (laughs) and I know I am German, Yeah. you know, and you know, you you feel part of that culture, country, whatever, nationality, but then you don't get treated the same as your peers. So that, I think that was a little bit, or, you know, it, or it would have been another thing because my parents separated when I was, five so before I went to school and I think it might have been easier if my dad would have been there to help me through that uh, but we never really you know it's not like he was gone he just didn't live in our house and he didn't like he saw us every two weeks he loved going there and he loved taking us doing stuff with us but we never talked about stuff like that really yeah. um, so either you know being more black or blacker or having more of those conversations but of course I was told that at age 
for sure. Not not hundred percent. So yeah, that's my black. <laughs> I would definitely choose to be black again. Um, I have uh, a passive uh, black superiority uh, complex. Like I don't, I'm not a, uh, you know, we're better than anyone else, but I do feel as though. You're at an elite level? Yeah, like uh, with, with pretty much anything we have touched, and that's the uh, diaspora, uh, anything we've touched, we've made better. Mm. And because of that thinking, I'm like, why would I choose anything else? But let's say that option was off the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going right to the Middle East. <laughs> Getting Arab money. Um, Getting Arab money. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think I would go Asian. Oh, you would? You know what kind of stress, stress level? Well, no, no, no. American. I'm still American. I'm just changing races. I'm going American oh. and Asian. Because I'm okay. still American. Okay. I mean, no, I didn't change that. You just said, ask me what race I would change. Okay. I would be Asian because low-key, they still got vibes. They got their own vibes and they have a culture. They still have a culture at the end of the day, which I would like to be involved in a culture. Okay. There's some races, no, I'm not, no names, that don't have a culture. They don't have any. There's nothing there. Asian, yes, Asians still do. So I would like to be a part of a culture that has. And again, is there a specific Asian culture that you would like to be a part of? Japan. Yes, me. Yes, Japan. Okay. You go to pick one. Yeah, pick. because they they're very in their own style. They have their own way, and I it's effective. There's. For sure, interesting culturally. Yeah. yeah, that's good and bad. I mean, that's not one of the reasons that discipline. That's not one of the reasons I would choose. I'm not a disciplined being, but I do think there's very there's two sides of it. There's the very disciplined side, and then there's the free side, like where you have the Harajuku and all that, and then you have options. So yeah. I do like that factor. So I think I would pick Asian just based on those things. And again, they have a struggle, so therefore they're not. Enti- you get there, there's there's factors there. There's layers. There's more to it than just you're just here to be here. I don't know. <laughs> I would choose to be Brazilian or something. Damn. Because black Brazilian or okay. you you're just getting as close to black as you can. <laughs> it's still a different race. Yeah. Because that's true. it's like the culture, the family structure, even if they have less they celebrate everything that yeah. is true with their own music, mm. with um, how they celebrate life. Um, that's true. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Mm. That's true. That's a good one. That's a very, I was going to go Spanish, but then I was like, of course, that's cliche. <laughs> so then I didn't. Oh, you said Asian as well. Mm. They love food. <laughs> and they love family gatherings. Very true. My yeah. selection was... Purely because of how how I feel when I'm in the in Southwest Asia, because the Middle East is some American term. Uh, but when I'm in Southwest Asia, it's they they're black adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, like I don't feel out of place when I'm where uh, name somewhere Oman, Bahrain, uh, UAE, Qatar. Never feel out of place. But you gotta remember what he looks like too. I don't know if I can co-sign because in that Middle East country, women are treated differently. No, no, it's not even about women. Like women don't count, but it's not from <laughs> that point of view about a woman. So yeah. you don't have to think about that factor. But being black and living in those countries, even if you are a Muslim, mm-hmm. if you are not a Muslim, you get treated differently. If you are a Muslim, I think you still get treated differently. I remember he's changing races. Oh, true. Oh, <laughs> man. My apologies. I'm in the fold. Yeah, at that point, he's yeah, in Yeah, at that point, you, you're in it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, but no celebration with women. Yeah. It's a guy thing. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't choose. Don't worry. There's I wouldn't always choose. someone. 
a white thing. <laughs> I wouldn't choose the, any of the northern African countries or the Middle East. Yeah. Just because um, of, of that factor. And the, the way, like, it's the strict Muslim countries that don't really, it's not really how I want to, I can't envision myself living. Like, even though they have, like, a strong family structure, uh, they have a lot of cultural stuff that yeah. they do, which is which looks like amazing. Like they have a strong, way stronger culture than I mean the Germans don't really have a, a strong culture, you know. So I think that would be really cool, but I couldn't see myself doing that. Yeah, yeah I would choose a, a different African country, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, in uh, for the countries that I chose, they are more the exception of uh, Qatar and Oman, they are uh, westernized. So it's mm-hmm. it's that where you can be a part of that race, but still, um, to a certain extent, be liberal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you know, mind you, I'm thinking, you know, perfect world situation. Yes, I'm part of that race, but yes. I still enjoy myself. While we're talking about this, I guess a spur off would be, what other place could you see yourself living? Like, really setting roots. What other country could you really set down roots? With money or without money? (laughs) Middle. Middle. Like, you're not rich, but you're not poor. You're just moving to another country, and you're in the same position. I already know somewhere where I would. (laughs) Me? Say is 
you can be city and all that, but it still has its German roots, meaning shit still closed on Sunday, so you still have to rest. Like, it's still, and I like that factor. Like, there's, you can be the traditional German if you want to be in Berlin, but you can also be the, I don't know, a traditional German, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then there's the city life that you can enjoy as well, and I like that factor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Berlin's yeah. still one of my major uh, cities that I would actually live in, and I think I could. Right. And as well as the Netherlands. I mean, it's just beautiful that it looks beautiful. Netherlands, man. So on a world scale, Berlin is not that big, but it's still pretty big. Yeah. Like, if you've never been to a big city, Berlin's pretty big. I mean, we, every time we go there, it's, it takes you about, it takes you almost, if you're like close to the center, it takes you almost one hour driving to get out of the city. Mm-hmm. And hit the highway with no traffic. Well, then you have to remember, I'm from Texas. You were in Texas driving for like hours to get even out of Texas. So that's not major. Out of Texas? Yes. Like but, but, but that's like a city. That's like the equivalent probably getting out of Houston from downtown outside of Houston. Maybe yeah, I'm be, from Houston. Be spot up. That's, the, yeah. that's normal to me. Like, About that's that 45 minutes to an hour? No, what I'm saying, like if you've never been to a big city, oh. Berlin is a pretty big city. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, for Americans, it's not. Yeah, for Americans, it's not a big city. Like, it's, it's, it's a city. It's mm-hmm. just as where it's average. Well, I'm from the sticks. Yeah. And, and uh, Berlin is a sizable city. Coming, just coming from where I was raised to it. Now, yes, it does compare to other U.S. cities. But just thinking, thinking of it from, uh, I guess comparing it to like the Heidelberg to Berlin, it's like yeah. In Germany, there's no comparison to Berlin. Yeah, because really? it has no. It has like three and a half to four million. The yeah. next biggest city is Hamburg, okay. and they're like at one. There's like a half, like one point seven. Oh, okay. The I next know that. next is Munich. There's like one point four. And then Cologne is like right around a million, a little over a million. I didn't know that, but I guess I should have because we have friends that live there and they, they talk about the housing market and how it's like, you, it's hell to try to find housing because there's just too many people. It's like, exploding. you know, you basically have to wait on somebody to move out in order to move in. Like, there's nothing <laughs> just yeah. sitting around waiting yeah. on people at this point. So, yeah, I guess I should have known that. But that is why I like Berlin. I guess a little bit of travel history. Okay, where I'm putting my roots down at, man. Yeah, Berlin something. is nice, though. I mean, we like Berlin. Uh, everybody. I couldn't imagine to live over because there. Because it's so far just, off. Just so deep. And Berlin, like this, so mind deep. you, there's so no. If, if you have if you family in the there. south or in a. Um, or anywhere, friends, else. Or anywhere else. What is not up there? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just deep. It takes you a while to, to get, yeah. get from A to B. I guess I'm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it. Cause yeah, you're used to it. Yeah, yeah right. Here's what I'm you're used to it. But like okay. in Germany, like in the south where we live, yeah. Like Heidelberg, for example, everything is kind of close. Like driving to Frankfurt, less than an hour. Stuttgart, less than an hour. I don't know. Uh, Munich is like three hours. Berlin takes you five hours if you uh, drive. Five. Yeah. Driving from here, yeah. six. Okay, six. <laughs> if you drive from Heidelberg down south six hours, you're in a different country. Facts. Even you could actually, if you drive six hours south from here, you go through Switzerland and you're in Italy. Mm. I mean, I yeah. get what you're saying. If you drive from here, thirty minutes, you can cross the border to France. Yeah, that's why it's called a flight. After uh, a certain amount of hours, people just get on a flight in the states. Like if it's yeah. over four hours, then I'm not driving. I'm going to fly. Because yeah. <laughs> when I go to Berlin, I fly. I'm not driving. But they have a good train system too. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Well. a lot of I, exactly as opposed to the states, you don't have as many yeah. options for trains. Yeah, yeah come on. I want to say the first <laughs> two times we went to Berlin, I feel like we took the ice. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say we never drove. No. Oh, okay. No. Now, I hear too many horror stories. People like, yeah, you get stuck in the style for two hours. I'm like, nope, not, not this guy. The style there is horrible. <laughs> terrible style. Yeah. I mean, once you, cr- it's it's weird because like the south of Germany is so populated. Once you cross a certain uh, north level mm-hmm. and you go more east, there's almost no more traffic. It's crazy. Like 
which cross from the Hesse state into Easter state, mm -hmm. Saxony, there's no more traffic. Then you have no more traffic till you get to Berlin, and then the traffic starts when you get to Berlin. Like the population density is so, uh, yeah, so. It's like it's rural yeah. between Hesse and Berlin. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I think if I had to put roots down somewhere, it'd probably be the Netherlands or Spain. Mm -hmm. um, we, love, we do love you some Spain. Um, and it's just because both, both the... Or yeah, if I if I had to pick, it would be Barcelona. Madrid is quite boring to us. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? It's, it's okay, yeah. but we, not compared to Barcelona. I mean, we went to Barcelona first, which probably was our mistake. Yeah. And then so Madrid was kind of like a little lackluster compared. It was like, oh, okay. Eh. So. Yeah, because both are, in, in my opinion, both are uh, chill places. Mm -hmm. And I, I like, I like things to be somewhat relaxed. Like you can have access to, if you're trying to get crazy, you can get crazy, mm -hmm. but it's not the standard across the board. Like everything's always hustling and bustling. Yeah, because I think in Barcelona, we would pass by just a bar randomly. You heard music, you were just like, oh, okay, cool. Whereas in Madrid, it was a little bit more sterile. Like people went to work on Monday through Friday, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then they were, it was the regular weekend. Whereas I feel like in Spain, there was like a little bit of something everywhere you could mm -hmm. do, like get into if you wanted to, which is again, nice to have the option. There's the market in the morning. And I think, I guess it's our travel style. When we travel, we like to kind of like live a life, a day in the life of someone who lives there. So we go to the market, we go to like shop, you know, yeah, Barcelona. I agree. That would that that'd be a good. I don't know that I'd want that to be my main home, but a good summer home for sure. Main home only because then I have to think of industry too. What kind of jobs are there? Like you have to take all that into consideration because, like I said, if you're going as average middle of the lane, like you're not reaching that force with job industry and a lot of those places. I don't think there's. I mean, there's jobs in Barcelona, but again, I'd have to factor in. He's in IT. That's everywhere. <laughs> I'd have to factor in jobs. So yeah, when you said that, I was like, "Well, uh, it's definitely IT there because that's what they're having." Uh, right. Cisco Live next week. But even mm -hmm. Berlin, you have to think of jobs. I mean, there are there, but again, apparently, it's more like based on tourism a lot now. So well, there's a lot of companies and a lot, a lot yeah. of startups. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that's crazy. Yeah, crazy. And it's like the, there's the capital of startups business Founders? in Germany. Where? Oh, yes, for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking about somewhere else. Where were we? Oh, we were in Amsterdam. That's where we were when the guy was saying that there's not like a lot. It's based on tourism out there. No, no, no. That was Berlin. It was Berlin when yeah. we were in the car with the taxi. But he, what he was saying was we there's were... no industry. Okay. Like uh, there's no manufacturing going on, things of that nature. Therefore, that's why, um, that's why the economy there isn't as strong as it could be. Um, like when you compare it to something down south, like in Frankfurt, Frankfurt mm -hmm. or even the Heidelberg area, like there's, yeah. you have all these manufacturers, or you got plants, you got you know mm -hmm. these okay. different industries. I that couldn't bring, remember where. Okay, yeah, so that, it definitely was on a taxi ride uh, in Berlin. In Berlin, uh, but yes, uh, as far as startups and soon to be a home of uh, a Tesla factory, uh, yeah, uh, like. That's Berlin is becoming, even if it's not in the city, mm -hmm. it's expanding. It's it's, yeah. it's being forced to expand because of all the different, which is good and bad. I don't know how Germans are going to take it. It's good, but I feel like Germans are not as ready to accept change as quickly as I mean, we're used to it. Like things change very quickly. I I think when you go to Berlin and talk to people, a majority of people that you talk to are not even. From Berlin, or they even grew up in Berlin. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are moving mm -hmm. there. Yeah. So it's just changed the demographics, yeah. you know, because it's like hip, it's fast. Uh, there are job opportunities right now, like all these uh, tech companies and startup yeah. companies. Uh, when they want to start something in Germany, Berlin is the place mm -hmm. to be and to start your business over there. So. Yeah, I mean, everybody in Germany knows somebody that needs to live here. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, is this, is it sustainable for Berlin? Because if not, then that's going to be a big issue yeah. later. Or it's going to grow. It, yeah, it's either going to grow or it's going to fail. You know what I mean? It's going to expand too fast, and then it's going to be like, oh, actually, this isn't what we want to do. Never mind. I mean, for, for the people, for the original people from Berlin that um, don't have, like, high-paid jobs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like a good salary, I think for them it's going to be tough because because uh, since so many people are moving out there, the rent prices mm-hmm. and everything went up. So the it's basically is if you can afford it. Gentrification. Yes. <laughs> and since uh, like the people that are own the properties, um, they see them as investments. They want to get everybody that is living out there way too long because they just pay less rent. Get them out of the houses so they can renovate and do more profit. You know. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's the struggle. Right tri- triple it. Yeah, triple it. Double it at least. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. you all did our fair share of traveling, pretty much. So I just want to know if, uh, like, if there's any specific countries that you guys went to where, like, being black, where you felt like being under a magnifying glass. <laughs> I, I can only think of one experience thus far, and I don't know if if I was just hypersensitive for this Whoa. event. <laughs> Or if that's just how it is, and it was Croatia. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't normally boil over, <laughs> but this this time for whatever reason, it it was crazy. It was a table of presume presumably uh, locals, and all of a sudden, cameras start coming out. They start. Pointing mm-hmm. and taking pictures, and and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mind you, so it's me, my husband, his brother, and his brother's girlfriend. So there's four of us: two women, two men. We're all black. I'm just setting the scene. We're at a restaurant. This is probably evening. Mm-hmm. This is early evening because we've been to the beach, done all that stuff all day. So we finally decided let's pay to eat because uh, his brother's girlfriend has like a food allergy and then we had dietary restrictions. So we finally settled on a place. I think we had eaten at this place before and we were, this was day two. It was on the same square, but it was a different, okay. a different restaurant. So we had been in this area, we came back. So we're sitting there and no one, I didn't notice, but apparently him and his, me and the girlfriend didn't notice, but the my husband and his brother noticed. He never gets mad. He, if you know my husband, he's a very chill person. It takes a lot. I mean, a lot to even get emotion out of him. Good, bad, indifferent. He's very, he keeps it in. <laughs> so I see him get agitated. I'm not even aware of what's happening at this point. I see him get agitated. His brother picks up on it and they clicked in into the fact that, yes, we're seeing the same thing. Yes, this is happening we're there at this point, so I'm being aware, and he says something. He never says anything, and he just kind of goes off about it. He's like, so you're just going to take pictures? Something of that sort, and it just was like, okay, so it really, like, they had no cooth about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if someone's going to say, they didn't try to hide it. It was like a spectacle. It became a thing where it's like, okay, so either you're going to, you should pay us because we're an exhibit, or you being blatantly disrespectful and rude, and what is your reasoning? It, it was one of those situations where you immediately, I think, became uncomfortable when you became aware of it. And so it kind of, I think someone from our table started pulling their phone out and taking pictures of them, and that's when it stopped. Because it wasn't a, it wasn't a camera phone. It was an old-school digital camera. Wow. <laughs> when was that? How long ago? Summer oh, 17. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Hey. And up until that point, Croatia was cool. Like, it was a good trip. I'm trying to think, where have I been made aware that I am? Yeah, we went to, uh, so actually, I went to um, a neighboring country to Croatia, mm-hmm. Serbia. Mm-hmm. So I went there with an ex teammate of mine, basketball teammate. And so I stayed with uh, him. Uh, in his home, we ate at his mom's house every day. Um, 
we went out to the clubs. I mean, we had a really good time. And I didn't feel any of that. Uh, then, what was it, a couple years after, three years later, I mean, we went, we went to Greece, and then on the way back, we had a layover in Serbia, mm -hmm. in uh, Belgrade, which yeah. is where we stayed, where I stayed the first time, so I kind of still knew my way around. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's go check out, because there was a couple of nice sites to see, take some pictures. I was like, let's just go there. We have like the whole day, yeah. um, and we didn't have a lot of luggage, so we, we walked there. Uh, we walked through the town, but the whole time we were there, because it's the two of us, we were like, it felt like, obviously, the, like the, the country, you know, I didn't notice it before because I was always in a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. And you, you traveled with locals. And I traveled with locals. But oh, then when we were there, scary. it felt like people were just like, because it's not really like a touristy, like a touristy city. Yeah. And uh, especially not for black people. Yeah. And so it just felt like, Awkward. Awkward. Like they were looking at, like, what are they doing here? Like, who invited them to our country? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it felt like. And then even we, when we were like ordering something, yeah, but then it I felt that they were like, um, yeah. So then when I when we friendly. ordered food, we're sitting down, and I heard the waiter say, "Those black guy or black people," yeah. because I know what the word is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah, and so I was like, and I didn't want to, because we were hungry, and I don't want to go up and, you know, and eat anywhere else, but if you say something to somebody that's bringing your food, you know, so we, special did, sauce. we didn't say anything. Yeah. So I was like, you know, we didn't tip, we just paid and left. And then... There was another incident uh, at the bus when we wanted to go back to the... Oh, yeah, that lady, um, you mean? Yeah, to the, to the airport. Yeah. And basically... Um, I entered the bus from from the back because we had luggages um, and Jay paid for our ticket to the front. So I, I went to the back and um, stored our luggage and uh, wanted to hold um, a, seat. a seat for uh, for Jay. And then the woman came up and I told her like she's coming and she she saw that I had luggage um, with me and there were other seats. <laughs> available for her but no she wanted to uh, sit there and I was so frustrated when I let her in but karma was on my side her karma got her real quick because she had sunglasses on and it, it, uh, it fell down I don't know if it broke but I had to, to laugh a little bit and, and then I provoked her because it was already like um, crowded, crowded. Yeah. and so I make, made it more uncomfortable, uncomfortable for her yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, okay, if you decide to next, uh, next <laughs> sit next to me, even though there's a lot of different uh, seats for you available, yeah. I'm going to make you uncomfortable with all my luggage. So then another woman, she was a little bit younger, um, was like, oh, come on, um, I'm going to come on, sit, sit down over here. Um, we have luggage. And yeah. She was she being was accommodating. Of, you know, she just used her brain and then there was other instances and I, I for, for myself I just decided okay that's not a country that I want to yeah, ever yeah. go back to visit yeah. because like everything if you just walked through the city and you felt uncomfortable and it was the first time that I ever felt that because before that wherever I traveled I never felt that mm -hmm. somehow I felt that people were more like interested talk to you mm -hmm. or be nice and genuine but this time it was like it felt like being racist <laughs> yeah. as, as those people being racist it feels like because i know a lot of serbians and croatians and from my experience you know when you get to know them they're just like you know just like other people you know <laughs> they're open they're you know but when you walk through the city there it's like really cold mm -hmm. like everybody's doing their own thing yeah and they have very um, cold um, facial expressions. Yeah. So it's it was really tough to to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. But another thing, what makes me uncomfortable to travel to uh, no. Uh, there's another country that makes you uncomfortable to travel to get in 
to the company that makes sense mm-hmm. and that is your guidance company <laughs> USA <laughs> let me tell you guys it's a love-hate relationship because I don't know what immigration wants from me <laughs> I, I think it's immigration right yeah. or what is it yeah. homeland security Both. whoever it may be <laughs> they always uh, try to single me out asking me thousands of questions acting like I want to stay there <laughs> I want to live there and in my mind I'm just like okay have you ever been to Germany do you know the standard of life that we have <laughs> asking a thousand of questions make me uncomfortable it's just crazy I don't know if I have a country that made me feel uncomfortable I mean the Croatian story yes but that's more your story mm-hmm. since you know I don't know, but I mean, I want to give a flip side answer. I mean, I want to say the country that I felt most at peace, I think, as soon as arriving, was, funnily enough, South Africa. Like, literally, you touch down and you're like, I don't know, for some reason, I know it's cliche, whatever the case may be, but it's kind of like, seeing white people was at, like, to me, felt like, oh, you're out of place, versus the other way around, and the people, even the workers there, were like, very... Like, yeah, come back. Like, very loving. Like, like for some, we went to this one restaurant two or three times. The little kind of like sushi restaurant. Remember the wait, the waiter that we oh, saw yeah. outside and he was off? They were like, what are you doing here? Like, they happened to be closed. And then so it was like, he still was like, yeah, it's awesome that you come to our country. You should come back. Like, of course, and not even like selling anything, nothing like that. It didn't feel forced. It just felt natural. And again, we went to a music festival there. We went to Afropunk. So it was, of course, we were surrounded by black people for the most part. So it was that feeling on top of it. You were just amongst, you learned cultural dances. You saw a lot of stuff, like even, and everybody was very welcoming. Like, I mean, we met new friends who happened to be from Angola. Um, Shout out to them, of course. Um, Just, it was not, nothing was a, I had no bad issues there at all. Like, I can't say I could complain about anything. Um, so I guess I don't have a necessarily where I felt out of place story, but I would like, I mean, that was my flip side of where I felt totally mm-hmm. at peace, uh, was basically South Africa. And I guess another place, maybe mine, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that you guys didn't, uh, went to Ghana. Years of return. I know we should have hindsight now that I think about it. Didn't even really know that I was approaching, kind of heard it, but didn't actually put dates into my head when I heard it. But we should have, and I think it would have been amazing. But I will say, I'm glad I already had my African experience before everybody mm-hmm. put on the hype because that can be another situation to begin with. I do want to venture further into Africa. But I also, I'm being rare with myself. I can't throw myself too far into something I'm not prepared for because I'm not that girl. I'm not that adventurous. I have to baby step myself into it. Speaking of Ghana, y'all uh, interested in maybe going to Afrochella? Afrochella? What, what would that be? It's, uh, it brings in the new year in Ghana. Mm. 20 to 21? 20 to 21? <laughs> Sounds great. Let us let us see the week. What do you mean where you will be? I mean, you know. Hey. Might have another uh Hey. What a meeting. Uh, it's God's good. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, no. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, went to Ghana this mm-hmm. year to return mm-hmm. and basically she uh, posted um, like every day some stories mm-hmm. and it was amazing yeah. I didn't ever heard anything bad about yeah, it one, of, my, uh, one, uh, another one of my buddies that I used to work with in the states mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's working in Kuwait but mm-hmm. he went and he was like look man you gotta get down here you have to come I was like it's like <laughs> so yeah you, you went there? No, I hadn't been there. Hadn't been to Ghana. Which African country have you been to? Um, so Morocco, South Africa. Let's go only South Africa, Sahara. <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> okay. But being on that topic, 
I just read um, a post where someone, I don't know if it was Twitter or something, I think the shade room picked it up and someone was saying that African women don't look attractive in comparison to black women, something like that. And Wale, uh, the, the rapper, yeah, Wale, yeah. Yeah, he was commenting this. I don't I don't get what he was commenting. I, I don't understand it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what, what, which way he meant it. But I was so confused about that statement because are they all African? Yeah. I was confused. So <laughs> no, for real. Because what is the difference about a black woman and an African woman? What? For me, a black woman is an African woman. How can you single out other people that are... Like for me, black means everyone who is black. For me personally. Correct. And I think in the States, they... There's no thing. I don't want to generalize, but most. Yeah. Most people, they separate the two. Yeah. Um, and I think some of it is because Africans, and that's aren't necessarily welcoming of black Americans and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it's probably a divide of some imaginary line that somebody started and it's it just not, It's not even an imaginary line. It's miscommunication. You, you gotta you gotta understand, in America, we only see what they portray. When we saw Africans, if you didn't know African or their family, when we saw Africans, it was a commercial on TV where they were saying, feed this person for a day, whatever. <laughs> no, I'm not even trying to be funny. Literally, that is what you would see. If you saw another African person who was in a movie and they were a slave, it was, you never saw a positive. If you talk to most people, especially black people, because truth be told, more white people from America have traveled to Africa than black people. Okay. Let's start there. Part two, if you talk to a lot of, that being said, if you talk to a lot of black people in the States now, they still don't have a picture of what Africa looks like. Now people are living through other people's Instagram of what Africa may look like and the good parts of it. But again, you have to be following those people, which means your mindset already has to be there. If you've never seen it, that's still all you know is, oh, you think it's dust. Okay, Africa is dusty. But you think that it's not, oh, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm just be, I gotta keep it real. It is dusty to an extent. It, it is, but whatever. There's modern buildings. There's running water. There's beauty. There's a lot of beauty there. There's a lot of money there if you look at it from different aspects, depending on where you are and what you're doing. But if you've never seen that and you don't know about it, you think it's still just everybody's hungry. Everybody there's flies flying around. There's trash everywhere, and that's what you think it is. So you have to take into account what they know. Okay, but what does it have to do with? How black women look like, or African women look like? Because what I so what what do you think how an African woman looks like, or why is she looking different than a black woman? Well, I'm saying that's where the divide started. Of we're different than African and black is different. That's where the divide started because that's what we thought of. Is that that's what we knew of as African? We're like, well, that ain't that. That's geographic. No, the black American in America is the lowest you can get. There's nothing under that. So if you bring in Africans, they put themselves over them because they are born in America, they have a passport, and everybody that's coming in that's black under them is going to stay under them. So that's how they, they separate yeah, I, themselves. Yeah, I understand that thought but process, I know but what I don't understand is why they, where they see, how can I explain it? I, I, I know well, exactly I what you're saying. visual difference in you? The, yeah, because, like, for, is, exact, yeah. for example, Jay had a teammate, an African-American. Yeah. His mom came over to visit, mm -hmm. and we, they had an, we had an away game Ford. with a rival, yeah. So we were, I was sitting next to her, and we talked, and then she asked me where I'm from, and I told her, and she didn't know where it was, no problem, <laughs> I explained it to her. And then... The next question was, um, if it's my hair. She said, yeah, it is my hair. And then she asked if I can, if she is able to touch it. And I said, okay, it's okay. And then she, and I explained that before we talked about uh, about the hair stuff, I explained to her that I'm from Eritrea, East African. And then she asked me if I'm mixed. And I said, no, I'm not mixed. 
And then she asked me again, and I was confused. I was like, no, <laughs> both of my parents are black, East African. I'm yeah. only laughing because from I could see this happening. And you know what? If you went to the States, you would get that today. I, there's no change in yeah, that. And, and then I explained it to her that, like in our country, we come in different shades mm-hmm. from light to dark, different hair lengths, mm-hmm. different hair structures. Like, it's just like the same as all black yeah. people. We all have like, no different in the states. Yeah, exactly. So I was just confused. But they hear from a black from a black woman. To be honest, I expected from a white woman, but from a black woman to press so hard that I'm mixed, or I have to be mixed. Yeah, yeah. that to have to have to black hair. hair even even things. Ignorance transcends. No, it's not even ignorance. For me, it's like you think that people in Africa. Not are not beneath you, but they can kind of look like that is ignorance, and, and that's what I mean by ignorance. It's ignorance. It's, uh, a lack, a, a lack of, of lack of knowledge that these things exist. Because there's people that will ask people, "Are you mixed?" And it's like, no, both my parents are black, and it's just the reason they ask is based on skin color or hair texture or both, and that's basically all. It's like there's no way you can have both parents be black and have. Because something I, that they deem is good, whether yeah, it's light skin or hair, you have to have something that's in there. Right. There ha- but that again comes back to what I'm saying has been portrayed in ignorance because the because because you have to think about it. If there's a black woman who doesn't have that, she's looking at well, I got two black parents. How come I don't have that? And it's like there's a lot of factors there. But in her, you know what I'm saying? Like what. Well, my two parents are black and my hair's not curly. Your two parents are black, how you get curly? Or somebody's yeah, gotta be something else. You get oh, what I'm saying? Of course, there's but if you there. are living in a black community, you will see that every black woman is different. Someone has like short hair, someone has longer hair, some has a lighter structure, depending on a lighter hair. So in the States, depending on where you come from, because everybody could look like you, and then there's this one girl who has curly hair and she happens to be mixed. There comes your theory that. Everybody who has curly hair has to be mixed, and that's all it takes. Exposure. So it comes down to exposure. See, now when you see a girl with curly hair, you don't even ask anymore. You just assume, oh, she has to be mixed automatically yeah. because that's what you, that one girl, it changed your picture, and that's your perception now, and that's just the end of it. Yeah, so our daughter, like, she's she's lighter than both of us, but that's because of me. But maybe but she'll change. She's young. Maybe, so. yeah. But, like, like, if we have... <laughs> Like, cause we're, cause she's three quarters black, but she's lighter than me. Yeah. So if we have, if we have another kid, it could be darker than both of us. Cause my dad is darker than both of her parents. Yeah. So it, no you never. No problem with that. As long as the kid has some melanin and looks melanin. like it belongs to us, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, like I can tell <laughs> it, it was funny at the time, but it, my, we had a story with my dad. So we were talking about um, at the we were at his house barbecuing, yeah. and it was I think opening day of the World Championship mm-hmm. soccer, the World Cup, and then Rem mm-hmm. no, 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 Rem short story was Rem was like about the the DNA test. Mm-hmm. She was talking about the DNA test. It's like a, she's like yeah, it's like a hundred bucks, uh, and I just want to know you know what. I had in my DNA, you know, mm-hmm. where, and I was like, yeah, and for me, because I am mixed, uh, and especially since us black Americans, we don't know exactly where we're from, mm-hmm. for me, it's just interesting, you know, where are we from, yeah. like, majority, you yeah. know, if I have African parts, you know, where are they from, where, where's my family what countries, from? What tribes? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're just talking about that, that we would like to do it. But when don't you know? What it yeah. yeah, but still, no, I know Eritrea, but... it's like there's a, like it's pretty close to Arabic countries, yeah. and then there's you know a lot of other Sudan is down there, That's you know, true. and then you don't know what influence like you you're deep rooted in yourself. That's true. So Rim just said out of interest, and me, you know, also out of interest to know exactly where I'm from. Yeah. And so, <laughs> well, how was it with my dad? You you were like. Yeah, don't you want to know which African countries you're from? And then he was like, he was like, why would I pay a hundred dollars just to get some bad news? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not funny. Yeah, you know, it's you know? funny, but yeah. So you know, we talked to him after that. It's like, 
And then I teased him after that mm-hmm. because, as I said, the, the, the World Championship was starting, the World Cup was starting. Yeah. And so the group phase just started. And I was like, so what? which team are you going for? He was like, and he, he was he was like, like it's a no-brainer, you know. And I was like, why? You have three teams in one group. He was like, three teams in one group? What do you mean? I was like, the state, USA is in one group yeah. with Germany. Mm-hmm. He's lived in Germany over 40 years. So the states is in a group with Germany and Ghana. And he was like, what do you mean, Ghana? <laughs> yeah, so I was yeah. just teasing him after that, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, but we talked about it, and he's, uh, I don't know. Well, we had this conversation, but that's another conversation about parents, and when you get to a certain age, and then you have conversations with your parents, and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) You have those weird questions? (laughs) Right. That's a whole other topic. Um, Right. I think, I don't know, traveling while black has its nuances. There's some really good things about it, especially when you go to certain areas, of course, that more people look like you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's some nuances of just learning other cultures. I think traveling while black is, all of it's an experience, so it's a good experience because you know, like you said, there's places where you don't ever want to go again. You've done it, call it a day. And then there's places where you're like, huh, I'm more intrigued to find out more about my culture based on going to this place or... I know if I needed to escape and get the fuck out of Dodge, I would go here. Whatever the case may be, I think traveling while black has its nuances, like you said. And so yeah, we had we had a weird experience. On, one more thing in Greece, <laughs> not weird, but we went to Greece um, second time. Santorini. We took a private boat tour, which means there was like twelve people on the boat, including us. We met a really nice couple from the states, really nice couple from Canada. And we're sitting at the table, six of us, and then this Chinese guy, he sat, came over and sat with us, and he started talking, and we noticed he was just like looking up at the sky, you know? It was the middle of the summer in in Greece, where it's hot as shit. And he had on, this is like the end of the story, but he had on long sleeves. So he was just looking up, and he was like, and we're like, why? Taking a look. Taking a look, just look at the sky. Mm-hmm. You know what is the sky? And he's like, yeah, it's it's so beautiful. We never get this blue sky in China because they always have smog. Mm-hmm. And he they never see it. And then like later we found out like he's wearing long sleeve stuff because in his country it's not be dark. Huh? You don't want to be dark. You don't want to be dark because mm-hmm. then you're like the worker that works outside the lower yeah. worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even like if they're on vacation, they won't enjoy the sun fully mm-hmm. just because they're paying so much for crazy. getting on a plane, mm. flying to a hot country, <laughs> going on a yeah, going on a cruise, yeah, on a private boat cruise, spending a lot of money to not get get a tan. Mm. Yeah. Dave said that. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be don't nobody want to be in it. That's right. All right, yeah. So let's wrap this up. What are you going to say? What were you saying right there? So this is Come another episode. No, this is another episode of Four Keys in the Podcast. Subscribe if you like what we're talking about. If you don't, still subscribe because players are your best motivators. And we will see you. New topic. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next episode. All right. Appreciate Bye. it. Peace out.